Welcome back to another week of Album Digest, where we dive deep into albums in hopes of learning more about artists and their music. I am your host, Phoebe Goodwin, and I'm so, so pumped for this week's album, Backseat Lovers Waiting to Spill. It is their newest album, and I first came to love the Backseat Lovers, you know, way back when, senior year of high school, when I came to Oxford. I was obsessed with this album, and so it's weird to be listening to a new kind of music from them in the same place where I fell in love with their music. And so, yeah, it's really a full circle moment for me, guys. Please just give me a moment. It's kind of emotional, okay? But this band is, you know, they're they're your indie rock boy band from the Midwest, or I guess Utah. I don't know if that's Midwest, but... They are, they're pretty interesting, okay? So, you know, when you think of boy band, I'm thinking One Direction, Big Time Rush, Justin Bieber. But these boys are probably the exact opposite as they have long hair, they wear their grandpa's clothes, they, you know, aren't these gurus that 14 year old girls are in love with and so it's interesting to see how they have kind of redone this whole idea of what it means to be in a boy band and so them as a band they like I said they're indie band indie alternative rock I would say and they kind of have a darker sound so they're not that light poppy you know like coin they're not like coin but they totally totally killed it with their first ep and album they self-released both and so i was super super excited for them to come out with this album and i was so impressed with how they have grown as musicians and the way they write songs and they it's just really cool to listen to so if you haven't listened to those first two albums or that first ep and second first album Be sure, go back and listen because it's really cool to see the contrast. Um, Really, really great progression for sure. But they have a lot of piano in this album, which I really love. And some of the songs here almost bring me back to an old Head in the Heart song with those, you know, ivories. They are just being tickled and it's just a fun, classic sounding album with a Backseat Lovers twist. And so Joshua, the lead singer, has this higher pitched voice with a little raspiness to it, and it's easy to listen to and enjoy. And overall, this album is really, really interesting. I wouldn't say the overall sound is what I normally gravitate to, but just the way they are as a band, as musicians, as friends, is really cool that I can't help but like their music. And so we're gonna start off with Close Your Eyes, which is the second track on the album. The first track, um, Silhouettes, is just really a mixture of harmonies and sounds that are kind of ominous, and they lead us into this first track. And so I didn't feel the need to play Silhouettes. If you're intrigued, go back, listen to it. But Close Your Eyes is the first song with lyrics on this album, and it starts off super stripped back with not really much going on but a muted electric guitar and Joshua's kind of soft higher voice and in this first verse he's talking about taking a look in the mirror and figuring out who he's becoming and you know someone asked him it could be his mom it could be his friend his girlfriend himself 
But this question is posed of, you know, do you really want to become like your father? And um, in this first verse, you can tell he's really trying to reflect on the person he has become and what you come to find as you get older. And he talks about your temper getting shorter. And the second verse stays the same, you know, as this person is claiming that his father is preaching at him because he loves him. And in the third verse, you know, the drums really kick in and the other guitars come in and there's this sort of build for the whole band to finally play together leading into the chorus. And so the first three verses are him reflecting on who he's becoming. And then there's a build up, slow integration of the other instruments. And then it all leads into the chorus and after the chorus there's this instrumental part where the drum is super strong and there are harmonies and he sings this verse about talking about how he's fragile and afraid when it comes to time forcing him to change and it's just like oh my gosh I totally feel you Joshua you know no matter where you are what you're doing if you're 85 or 8 time always is forcing you to change and it's overwhelming and there's just the way he sings that during this build-up is so cool and it's amazing and there are these guitars and it really is just this indie rock masterpiece and it's so much more complex and mature than their other songs and so I think this was really when I was like oh wow okay they're serious about this and The chorus is really discussing this interesting idea that his father has wasted his life trying to paint exactly what his son's life is going to look like, which is just also very profound. Like, hello, we're dealing, we're cutting right to the chase. We're getting into the nitty gritty parts of life and childhood and growing up. And for the bridge, there's this new verse that's sung, and then he comes in singing the first verse over. So one of the guitarist is singing this new verse sort of like a bridge and then Joshua comes in singing that first verse again and they kind of sing on top of each other and there's just really this beautiful part where they join together singing I'd hate to get any older and so it's kind of confusing and then it comes together with that lyric and then it just erupts into this madness of wonderful perfection okay it's such an interesting song with so much to unpack I'm sorry if that was overwhelming Okay, but there was just so much to unpack. I didn't want to leave anything out. And so because it's so complex, because there's so much to unpack, it's really fun to listen to. So I think this band is really so, so impressive, very creative with lyrics, the way they match the instruments with the lyrics. And this song, you know, seems to be talking about dwelling on his childhood and trying to learn how to embrace adulthood despite the fears he is feeling. Like your father The older you get Your head's getting hotter Pick up the phone When he calls you You know he's alone He's preaching cause he loves you
All right. Okay, so next up is Morning in the Abs. And if that song, Close Your Eyes, was a little too angsty for your liking, then I have one that is just going to be right up your alley, okay? This is a song I came to love through writing the show. And I like it for a number of reasons. Number one, it is a nice, refreshing breath of fresh air after a rather, you know, emotional, angsty song that feels somewhat overwhelming at times, okay? And so I love that about it. I love that it reminds me of the wintertime. And it's, you know, it starts off with this simple guitar with sort of this call and response between the the guitar and the piano. And so it's kind of like an echo, which is really cool. And it just makes me think of snow. And when I hear this song, I'm immediately taken back to the winter time of 2020 to 2021. And in this time, I was home and I had a job and I was also reading Harry Potter. And so anytime I got off work, I would come home, turn the fireplace on, put some jazz on the TV, make some apple cider and read Harry Potter for hours. Okay. And this was the highlight of my day. And I questioned, am I 19 or am I 90 in in that month of my life? But it was one of the best months ever because of that. And that's what this song reminds me of. So number three reason why I love it so much, it reminds me of the time I read Harry Potter in a month, okay? And it just... Come on, guys. Just, I can't wait for you to hear it. Okay, so his voice comes in. It's very sweet and soft and talking about how he's going nowhere fast in the morning time and how he misses the leaves. And then this harmony comes in that is just soft and sweet and talking about how he, you know, wished the light stayed brighter longer and that there were nicer drivers. And then there there comes this sort of like atmospheric buildup that leads right into the chorus. And the drums come in and it... It's just really nice to listen to. Everything about this song is just pretty simple. And it's really easy to enjoy and listen to. But it also never gets boring as they allow the song to grow and evolve into something much different in the end than how it began. But through it all, they're they're just still keeping this similar melody and this similar sound. And so he's just wanting the sweet moments of Christmas childhood to last. And I mean... Two years ago doesn't feel like childhood, but come on. I wish I could go back and read Harry Potter and listen to jazz and drink, you know, apple cider. And he talks about these memories of watching old VHS tapes just so that those days don't feel as far away. And he's dealing with these extremely realistic fears of growing up and leaving the comforts of all he has ever known. But he's doing it in a way that's much different than how he did it in the first song we listened to.
Snowbank Blues is up next, and this is my favorite song on the album, and it has recently become one of the most popular songs from this album, as it is already on their top five most listened to songs, which is crazy, but I think I like it so much because it has a really nice, genuine storyteller feel to it, as it opens up with this folk sounding guitar with alternating bass notes and a little bit of strumming. So it's really simple, but feels very down to earth and genuine and real. And you wanna know what he is trying to say. So he opens up the song by talking about working all day and smoking all night 
to wash the blues of this girl leaving away. She's loved him, and he doesn't really know how to say no to her when she is so far. He continues the song, and it's really just him with some whistling noises coming in every now and then that sort of mimic his voice, but make it sound like birds are singing with him. And then the drum comes in, and when the drum comes in, he's talking about how he's frustrated with all of the people in that place that are shoving these cameras in his face, and all he wants to do is roll the windows down, but the snow has swallowed up his town. And there's this distant-sounding harmony that helps sing of his sadness, and it's really cool how the harmony sounds. It's hard to describe, but you're about to hear it. He opens up to the listener when he says that just because I'm smiling doesn't mean that I am smiling for myself. Take the stage and put the mask back on the shelf. He really only allows him to open up and take this mask off when he's performing or he puts the mask back on when he's performing and takes it off after the stage. I'm not sure, okay? This is where my honest side comes in. I don't know anything. I haven't been able to interview them about the meaning of their lyrics, so this is just me guessing, but sounding like I know what I'm talking about. So just, if you think it's wrong, then you're probably right. So it's okay, I admit my defeat. But the song really does open up after the last verse where he's talking about how this girl took the sun with him when she moved far away. And it opens up with this lumineer sounding drum with atmospheric harmonies and whistling and his voice, and it's really just... A combination of all of the things that have been put into the song throughout it and then it all comes together at the end and it gets very emotional okay it's a really it's a really sweet song and it just makes you want to cozy up and maybe even give him a hug because poor thing the sun has been taken away from his world but it ends just with this ominous whistling okay and before i was talking about how it's like whistling that sounds like birds but no this is him whistling and so maybe it's just him trying to whistle away all of his emotions and you know just brush it off and pretend like he hadn't just opened up his his heart and his deepest desires to us and so this song is great and i think it's it's popular for a reason and i hope you guys enjoy it too Every goddamn day I've been smoking with my friends To wash the nights away Catching up on sleeps Harder when I'm waking up next to me There's a girl from down the road Sending looks my way Frankly, dear, I'm not quite sure What I'm supposed to say How can I say no? thousand miles away Wish I could roll the windows down But the snow has swallowed up our Oh, 
Follow the Sound is up next, and this song is very interesting because it opens up with a car alarm, and then it kind of continues on for a little while, and that's the beat. And then the drum comes in, and they start the song. But it really does remind me of a Head in the Heart song. There's just this classic feel to the piano they're playing in the song, and it brings me back to the Head in the Heart and their music, just kind of at the beginning of their musical career and in the song he opens up by talking about how it's monday and this martha girl is running up and down the hallway following the sound trying to find something she's lost i know i have spent many a monday morning trying to find my car keys or my phone or my wallet or my backpack or computer and so i feel very connected to this Martha character and um, in the second verse he starts talking about how everyone is in town and he he's just got to wait to let everything out because everyone is in town and he needs to wait until they're gone and he's just gonna let it out while everyone's gone and during this verse the drum comes in and he goes on to confess that he knows He's not the only one she's talking to. Okay, so now we know what he's, he's letting it out about. And his troubled mind is making this debut to the people around him. And he knows that he wants to get better, but he doesn't really know how because this girl has broken his heart. And after this, it strips back as he sings that it's been a while and questioning if, you know, he should run. And he, he keeps singing you know it's been a while should I run it's been a while should I run and he keeps singing it over and over again and it really builds and then it lets go into the warm feeling of the verses and so it's really cool how it kind of builds all this tension and then goes back to how the verses started and then from there it builds with some electric guitar and some drums and by the end of the song he decides you know I'm just gonna hang up my hat I'm gonna brush off the guilt and discover all that I have in my heart and all that I've kept of myself. But he still goes back to wondering if he should or should not run. And the song ends with him wanting the bravery to ask for silence and a break in a loud world. And there's just this really soft, quiet piano that leads us out of this song. Running up and down, it feels just like a 
down is up next and something that's really cool about slowing down and follow the sound is the way that follow the sound ends is the way that slowing down begins which is so cool i love when songs seamlessly fit with one another because it makes it feel like one cohesive album and not just 10 separate songs and so this is sort of an eerie song there's a distant electric guitar playing well, he sings about laughter echoing from a few doors down. But the way the song is sounding creates this immensely lonely feeling, like he is hearing the party that he wasn't invited to. He sings about the sound of pressure getting louder. And when he sings this, the drum sort of sounds like it's building up faster and faster and faster just to open up and go along with the rest of the song. He doesn't feel like he can catch up with the fast pace of everyone around him, and he feels like he's slowing down alone and slowing down those around him too, holding them back. And when it opens up, it sounds like a scene from a movie where, you know, the bad guys just blow up a building and they're walking and it's slow motion and they're in the city or like a car's on fire or something like that. 
it just kind of sounds like rock and roll and you know throughout this whole song he he's wanting this girl to tell him that she needs him and he needs to be in a spot where he feels or he seems to be in the spot where he feels like he's an outsider and he's a burden to everyone and he talks about losing hope in his dream of California and how this voice just keeps getting louder and louder and as he sings that he sort of starts to scream okay so fair warning trigger warning I'm, I'm warning you but his voice gets distant like he's kind of fallen away and the music gets louder and the song instrument the song ends with the instruments just really working together to create this ominous feeling of tension and build up that he was feeling and i think this song is a good example of putting music to the dark and scary emotions that you feel but you're too afraid to share them or don't really have the words to share them and so i think this is you know not it's not a slow down ballad or stripped down ballad sdb but it is a very um, vulnerable song that he's singing
Know Your Name is up next, and this song starts off pretty simply, just with, you know, drums, guitar, bass melody, and some other guitars going on in the background, and when he comes in, he's singing about this fear that is painted in his brain about her leaving him, and when he does this, the music sort of strips back, but when the chorus comes in the music sort of starts to build up around his voice and so it's cool how the instruments kind of go along with his voice and how he's singing and it still kind of has this ominous feeling that there are these harmonies that sound sort of desperate in their singing and you know he's lost this girl twice and he's scared to go through it again and he starts to sing in a really intimate way about how the pain goes away but the change will know your name and it will become sort of like a close friend and he continues to sing this idea over and over as you know the music slowly builds and builds and as the music builds i feel like the emotion behind the lyrics also does and the song sort of ends at this climax and there's really no resolution and i think that's an interesting way to end a song and something important to note and this song was really when i began to see how much they had grown as musicians from their first album and how mature You know, they've come in the ideas that they write songs about and even in their sound and how it's just grown and become so much more than it was, you know, three or four years ago. And although, you know, this isn't my favorite song on the album, but it is sweet to appreciate their talent and all of the hard work that they put into this new album.
But the change will last song we're going to be listening to is Viciously Lonely and this is the last track on the album and for the most part this is the stripped down ballad for this album completely opposite to how the last song ends this song starts so it has a very gentle guitar strumming pattern and a really really soft and effortless voice coming in very sweetly this is sort of a jazzy feeling coming in with a piano and a simple bass and the you know the brush on the drums that makes it sound very gentle, very jazzy? That's what they do. I don't know that term. And in the first part of the song, he's talking about how the trees are losing their lives in this sort of beautiful way. And he remembers the picture of, you know, begging this girl to stay with him from the front porch and hoping that this winter cuts him some slack. This is a really sad song, honestly. His closest friend is the crick in his neck, and he talks about how he will, you know, sit back while she stones him, which is really graphic, but it seems as though he is struggling emotionally and mentally after losing the person he loves so dearly. So he talks about how his youth is beginning to expire as it sounds like something, you know, is... You know when you play something in reverse and it sounds really confusing? So that's what happens when... He is singing about his youth expiring and kind of alluding to all of this life that he is is leaving behind. And it's really, really stripped back when he starts to talk about how he is viciously lonely. And then it builds up and opens up when he sings about being stuck in town and wanting to show the band to get in the deep end and get loud. And last verse talks about how the flags are half mass, but the dogs are still wagging their tails watching the fireworks show. And so 
it's just like a lot of very interesting things that I'm honestly not quite sure what they mean, but I feel like they mean something profound. And so if you know, let me know. But it's kind of like a mix of a lot of emotions and it doesn't really end, you know, with a beautiful bow on top. It, it kind of leaves the listener wondering, you know, is he going to make it? Is he going to be okay? Is he going to get through this hard time? And so I think it's honest. I think it's raw. I think it's real. And it ends with this voice recording of a rainy day with him humming along to what could be, you know, the first version or first draft of the song when he was writing it. And then it just fades away. And that is the entire album, which is so crazy. So I'll let you guys listen to this and we'll be right back after. Sits upon the cloud Right next door Is the lost and found Pig and fights With the ghost downstairs Turn off the lights And plug my ears As my youth 
And that is it for this week's Album Digest. We will be back next week for another episode of Album Digest.